welcome to the Projector Movement podcast. We are your hosts, Charlie and Amy. We'll be bringing you stories, conversations and life experience as embodied projectors. We first and foremost honour every individual at their core and let human design be a guide, not a rule book in our lives. We'll dive deep into topics that bring your projector essence alive. This is for you, the 20% of the world that is inherently different than everyone else. We're projectors, we're different, and we love it. My wonderful projector friends, it's lovely to be back chatting with you once again. If you are new around here, hello, my name is Amy. I'm a 3-5 emotional projector, and you have arrived at a podcast where we talk about everything to do with human design and being a projector but just maybe in a slightly different way than what you may have heard it somewhere else. I tend to talk about things through my own perspective instead of just talking about human design information I have the 4323 channel, which is the Ajna connecting to my throat. And this just helps me to take in information and kind of roll it around in my mind and then release it (laughs) through my defined throat center in a way that I feel makes a little bit more sense than when I first perhaps heard it. So I hope this is helpful to anyone listening in that when you do listen to this podcast, that things seem, yeah, I guess easy to grasp. I think that, I mean, it's no secret. I love human design. Sometimes it can be difficult to understand and it's hard to, I guess, take in the information and then kind of know how it would work in your own life. I mean, yeah, some of the descriptions or the meanings of things, while, yeah, beautiful and deep and profound, it's it's hard to, yeah, look at it from the lens of your own life and go, oh, yeah, cool, that makes sense to me. So this is one of my, I guess, MOs with this podcast is just being able to talk to you in a really relatable way so that you can also apply things in your life or you can see things, how they might play out in your life and, and yeah, go from there instead of trying to decode information (laughs) and just have it sit there and just be really confusing. That was a slight tangent. That's not what I wanted to talk about. Anyway, today I want to talk about the heart center also known as the ego center or the will center. It is the little tiny triangle like towards the middle of our charts, just off to the right hand side if you're looking at your chart. And this is a, while it looks little (laughs) on our human design charts, holy moly, this one is for me personally, huge. This is probably actually not even probably, this is the biggest conditioning piece, deconditioning piece as well 
for myself in human design is the heart center. My heart center is completely open. There are no gates to find. There is just, there's no filter. It's all just coming at me. So I know that most of the population, a lot of the population, I should say, have their heart center either undefined or open. And I'm really thankful, actually, for human design in regards to this specific center because it's been such a huge relief to learn about it. So it's just, yeah, putting all of the pieces together and being able to actively decondition in this particular center, which I have no, I have by no means done that. And I feel like it's, it's a lifelong thing, but I'm still like deep in my deconditioning journey in this particular center. So what a beautiful time to talk about this because I never want to come from a place of, oh yes, well, I've done this and this is how it felt. And now I've completely deconditioned from that. And this is what you can expect. (laughs) If that's what you're looking for, you're not going to get it on this particular podcast. But I think I really like to open up about where I'm at in my own human design journey and hopefully it is yeah a little bit more relative and relatable for you guys as well because that's what this is all about deconditioning is something that I feel you know if we're sharing about it it becomes easier to do as well so let's chat about this powerful little center in our human design charts. So the not self of the undefined or open heart center is never thinking we are good enough. It's always having, it's believing that we have something to prove, that we always have to prove ourselves, that we are not worthy enough, that we don't have any value, that, you know, we we make, I keep saying we, but I'm totally talking from experience here. I'm, I'm saying we as like, as in a collective of people, if we're living in our not selves in the center, which so many of us are and this is okay this is why human design is in our lives so that we can bring it to the surface and we can actively move through it the center also is brilliant in its not self for making promises that we cannot keep which is a total catch-22 right because we're already thinking that, oh gosh, we're not good enough. I've got to prove something to this other person or this organization or this company or whatever it is. So I'm going to make this promise and then, oh shit, I can't deliver on that. But now I really am a, a failure. I really, I really aren't good enough because I didn't go through on that promise and oh my goodness. And it can just leach into every single area of our lives. I know for me personally, totally did. 
totally has, but I'm more and more aware of it every single day. And I'll share a, a small story with you very soon that from the outside, it might seem like mm, that's nothing. But when you are deconditioning from a center that has literally buried itself so deeply within you, it's the real small things, it's the little things that make a huge difference. And you know what? I think with deconditioning, it's not one big thing. It's not one big you know, session of fireworks and then, whoa, I've deconditioned from that. I believe it's small things over time that we are able to do again and again and again that help us to really move through and peel back the layers that are in these open centers so that we can get back to our true selves. We can come back home to who we truly, truly are. So what's it like having an open heart center? Well, I've just described it, you know, not feeling good enough, not, not having enough value, not be- believing that we're not worthy enough. And sure, okay, those words, great. That's what it means. But what does it feel like? For me personally, it feels really hard. I'm a sensitive person anyway. I've got the 1949 channel. Like I am super sensitive. I'm an emotional projector and I have always tried to, I guess, put up this facade that I am much stronger than I, not even stronger, that's not the right word, that I'm harder than I, than I really am. But like, if you take away that facade, if you knock down that brick wall that's there, I'm a really sensitive person. I cry quite often. (laughs) I cry when things are funny, like cry laugh. That's the best, right? I cry at adverts on the television. I cry at at, at lots of things, lots of things. And I used to think that, oh my gosh, like I'm crying at something again. This is not good. (laughs) Why am I like this? This is before I found out I was an emotional projector, but it all makes sense now. But I'm really sensitive. And combining that with an open heart center, there is this extreme sensitivity in my particular system and this belief that I had held for such a long time, for as long as I can remember. Literally, I can remember this from when I was even five years old. Like I am, oh my goodness, how old am I? I'm 37 (laughs) this year. I really had to think about that. That is frightening. (laughs) So for a really long time, (laughs) I have felt like I am not good enough. And this is a very heavy thing to carry around. Like that just drags my aura right down. It like flattens it sometimes. It completely just collapses it. So yeah, while there are the words like not good enough, not worthy enough, it feels like a lot. It's a weight that is being carried around. And even when someone, if I open up to someone about this, you know, people can, 
people will always say, oh, of course you're good enough, or of course you're worthy enough. It doesn't quite cut the mustard though, but I feel like it's not going to come from someone else that we actually believe this. I feel like over time in our deconditioning journey, we really start to believe that, you know what, I am good enough. I am worthy enough. I have got so much value to give and this is special. This is unique. This is beautiful. And only now am I starting to see this. And I know I'm coming, I'm talking from a lot of like me and I in this particular podcast, but this is how I've experienced life with this particular center. And like I always say, if I am feeling like this, someone else is feeling like this. So I do want you to know if you also feel like this, obviously you're not alone and there are ways that we can actively work through this. But I think even just having that awareness around it and and having it's almost like an explanation for it, you know, it's like it's like we have these symptoms and then we've gone and we've gotten a diagnosis for something which that could land really well for someone that might not land very well for someone else but it's like someone has diagnosed us with oh you have an open heart your symptoms are not feeling worthy not feeling good enough and you know you make promises that you can't keep and it just starts this cycle off all over again you know your life might feel really heavy and weighed down and it's I feel like it's enough sometimes to it for me personally I think it has stopped me from doing so many things because I think on and I'm I'm not good enough for that or no someone will see that I'm I can't actually do that whatever this thing might be or, you know, I need to prove myself before I'm actually worthy enough to join this particular group or partake in this particular activity or, you know, be this version of myself that I really want to be. It's like, yeah, it's just, it's not even a voice that's within, that's kind of saying all these things. It's this feeling and it feels so real So how wonderful that human design shows us that, hey, yes, this might be how you're feeling, but this is the not-self theme. Like there is so much more to this beautiful heart center and, you know, there's a duality. So, okay, I don't feel worthy enough. What's the other side of that? I am worthy. I am of value. I don't have to make promises. I, you know, I I don't have to prove anything to anyone. That has been the biggest piece in this particular center for me. I don't have to prove myself to anyone. And I think combining that with being a projector where I used to think that I would, you know, have to explain my insights or really like give away my 
wisdom so that people knew that I was good enough, so that I knew that I was proving myself, that I would have to really, you know, go really layers deep into a conversation and and talk about everything that I was thinking about just so, yeah, I could feel like I was worthy enough. I don't do that anywhere near as much as I used to now. I really actively hold myself back from even saying anything sometimes in a conversation, especially if it's a conversation that I know is just two completely different sides. And if you've listened to this podcast before, you'll know that, well, and you'll probably feel like this as well as projectors, I'm completely different to so many of my family and friends that some of the topics of conversation, I just, I know that even if I wanted to put my view across or tried to put my view across, people would look at me like I'm nuts. So sometimes I just don't say anything at all. And that feels really good to not have to try and prove myself by just speaking for the sake of it. If someone asks for my insight, then, and they genuinely want to know, they want to know my particular insight into something, I will happily talk about it, but it's not from a place of needing to prove myself anymore. And therefore it's not as defensive as it used to be. I don't know about you guys, but I can get incredibly defensive about particular topics, especially if I feel like they're really important to me. If someone is, I guess, challenging that topic, or if they are on the completely other side of the fence on that topic and think that I'm in the wrong for, you know, my way of thinking or my way of doing things, I, yeah, I can get really defensive. And I think that comes from a need to prove myself, which again is something that I'm really actively working through. So you can just see how this seeps into every bit of our lives. Having a center like the heart center, if it's open, or perhaps even if you're defined here, but you are kind of in the shadow of the definition, which is the same as being open. Same thing, needing to prove yourself, believing you're not good enough, that you don't have any value, all of that. It just, yeah, it just seeps into so many areas of our lives. So it's really wonderful, I think, that we can know what it is when it comes up and we can catch it in motion. This has taken me a while to be able to do, but it's something that I'm actively starting to see now, which is really, really great. And it helps with the deconditioning process. So I'll share that little story that I talked about earlier. And like I said, this could just be to someone else who perhaps was living in their healthy definition of a heart center. They might think, yeah, all right, that's like, this is nothing. But I think for someone that's deconditioning from so many deep layers of a center. Like I really, I loved how this all played out. So what happened was I was at a new parents group 
the other day. I know. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was going to like it or not. I went along and met some other mums and yeah, I'm usually a little bit like, ooh, in those group situations, but I was invited into it and I thought, you know, this could be really beautiful, make some new connections, that sort of thing. Anyway, we all were going around and introducing ourselves and that was fine. And then the facilitator of the group suggested that we all kind of exchange numbers and that we create like a WhatsApp group so that we can all keep in touch over the duration of being in this particular group. I think it goes for the next seven weeks or something. And she said, who wants to volunteer to collect all of the numbers and create the group? And I could feel this like tension rising in my chest because no one was saying anything. And this is usually when I would jump in and go, I'll do it. However, I thought, no, Amy, <laughs> zip it. <laughs> you don't actually have the time for that, nor do you have the capacity. And just because you are in a room full of new people, it does not mean that you need to say yes to doing something that you don't even want to do just to prove that you are good enough. This all was playing out in my body, in my head, wherever it was, in literally like such a short space of time. And I even said out loud, no one wants to do this. Like no one's got the time. And not saying it in a rude way, but I was just kind of, you know, making light of the situation. And then the facilitator asked again and said, you know, it'd be really quick. You just need to do, you know, grab the numbers and create the group. And I was still feeling really tense in my chest because I was thinking, oh my gosh, no one wants to do it. I'm going to have to be the one that says yes. And I'm like thinking, why do I think that I have to be the one that says yes? And I just sat there and I'm like, I was thinking, I'm not, I'm not going to say yes. I'm not going to do it. And then someone else said, I'll do it. You could tell she didn't want to do it either. But I just thought, oh, I made it through. <laughs> I didn't cave. I didn't make a promise that, I mean, I would have, if I had have said yes, then of course I would have had to create the group. Such a small thing, right? It probably would have taken me, I don't know, 10, 20 minutes, whatever, getting everyone's numbers, all that jazz. But the fact is, that I could feel the tension rising. I could feel the, like the shadow aspect saying, you know, do it. Just say that you'll do it because then everyone will think that, I don't know, you know, she's the, she's the good one. She's taking one for the team. She's proved herself. She's, she's worthy of being in our group. And I just, no, I'm not doing it. I just thought I'm not, I'm not going to do it. And I didn't. And that, I think, will stick with me for the next little bit in knowing that, you know what, there was just, I didn't have to do anything like that to prove myself that I was worthy of being there regardless. And it doesn't mean anything, it doesn't make me less of a person because I didn't volunteer for it. And it just felt really good to not 
I guess, yeah, give in to the shadow of this open heart center because it can feel very heavy and it's like you just want to lift off a layer and go, I'll just do it so that that pressure isn't there anymore. So there's my tiny little story, (laughs) but a huge, huge step in deconditioning in that center for sure. And I think I wanted to mention that because it's the little things, like I said before, it's not like, I mean, and this can happen as well, that you have this mega breakthrough on something and all of a sudden, you know, years and years and years of conditioning is kind of, is gone and you know it's never to return and that can happen in an instant in a really big moment it really really can however it is more likely that it's just the small things that we do over time that are going to make the greatest difference and just starts from you know i didn't have to say no i'm not doing it to this particular group but me just not saying anything was my no that was that was it. My silence was my no. And those little things, next time I'll look back at this particular situation, if you know, if something like this arises again, or if I'm feeling the need to prove myself, I'll look back at this particular group situation and go, you know what, remember how good it felt when you didn't have to prove yourself then? It's the same thing now. And that's just another layer that comes off. And that's how it'll keep rolling. It'll keep going. It'll keep going. And it just starts to feel so much more harmonious. And instead of belittling ourselves for not being good enough or believing that we have to prove ourselves, we start to know our worth and we start to recognize our value everywhere in every area of our lives instead. And that just, even just saying that is like, it feels so light in my chest, which is beautiful. So all of this, I guess, is just to put it out there that deconditioning can be a lot. It can feel really bloody intense and it can take a while for it to actually kick in (laughs) and, you know, all of the information, I guess, that we take in about human design and, okay, yep, the heart center, wow, mind's completely open, this is what it means to be in the shadow, okay, great, that all means something, but, you know, seeing it in action can take a little while and I'm saying this now after three years of following my strategy and authority and my only kind of really just starting to see the heart center piece come into play and know that wow okay I'm now actively deconditioning in this area And your journey could be completely different as well. So please don't think, oh gosh, it's going to take three years for me to get to that point. No, not at all. This is just 
my particular journey. So yeah, just remember to be really kind to yourself on this journey. And if you are where I am, or perhaps you have just found out about human design and maybe you too have an open heart center or undefined heart center and you've also lived your entire life believing, actually believing that you're not good enough or that you're not worthy enough or that what you have to contribute isn't of value or that you don't deserve valuable things please know that that's not the truth at all. Even if there is someone in your life that's led you to believe that or whether it's just something you've picked up along the way, whether you've been in maybe some really shitty relationships that contributed to you feeling like you know, you're not worthy or you're not good enough or that you have to prove yourself over and over. It's just, it's so far from the truth. You are incredibly worthy in every aspect. Your self, our self-worth is innate. It is within us. It's just what we believe to be true. It's not like self-worth is always there. It's just if we believe in ourselves or not. So please believe, and I'm saying this, and of course, (laughs) it's, you know, you can take it in and go, okay, yeah, cool, she's saying this. But I genuinely, from the bottom of my open heart center, from the bottom of my heart, want you to believe and I want you to know that you are good enough. Actually, if you feel comfortable, just repeat this after me. This could be like your mantra. And if you're in your car, like just scream it out. (laughs) If you're walking around the park, you can just maybe, if you want to scream it out, go for it. If you, yeah, if you just want to repeat it in your mind until you are somewhere where you maybe prefer to be alone so that you can repeat this, repeat it in the shower, just repeat it somewhere to yourself. Repeat these things. I am worthy. I am good enough. I have nothing to prove. I hold immense value. I deserve things that are of value. I hope that made you feel good. And I hope that in time, you will see it and you will believe it because it's the truth. Okay. I'm going to leave it at that. I'd actually really love if you feel called to Uh, If you've gotten something out of this particular episode, just send us a quick DM on the Projector Movement Instagram and just let me know where you're at in your deconditioning journey in your heart center. And I will share responses anonymously as well, of course, because I feel like sharing our stories, it just, it really helps. 
other people that are going through the same thing. So yes, if you do feel called to share with me, I will post the responses to our Instagram stories about where you're at in your deconditioning journey. Uh, but there will be no name or no photo included for your Instagram so that it just remains anonymous because uh, I think that privacy is um, really important when it comes to these particular things. All right, I'm wishing you a wonderful day or night ahead and just give yourself a big hug <laughs> and know how loved you are and how worthy you are. Okay. Thanks for tuning into this slightly more vulnerable episode and I look forward to chatting to you again next time. Okay, bye for now. Thank you for listening. We love that you're here with us. If you're not already part of the community over on Instagram, come and join us at Projector Movement. We have an amazing free webinar for projectors available over on our website, along with some beautiful offerings that serve as a guide in your life and will ignite your projector spirit. Head over to www.projectormovement.com. Until next time, journey well.